know how to plan, you know how to follow through, but what happens during law's busiest weeks? This episode is for you to help you create more peace in your practice, no matter what's going on. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, a master coach and ex-criminal prosecutor. I created Be A Better Lawyer podcast for driven lawyers like you who want more from life than sitting behind a desk. You've been playing by other people's rules. Those rules have left you overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and feeling like a hamster on a wheel. I've been there. I was doing everything people told me to do to be successful, working late nights, weekends, and trying to make everyone happy. So why wasn't I happy? And I wanted more in life. When was I going to find time to find and pursue that? Well, I did, and I'm sharing with you my secrets to living a happier and more fulfilling life. This podcast gives you a lifetime of wisdom, mindset principles, and bedrock strategies to give you unshakable confidence, more time to pursue your goals, a powerful sense of purpose to uplevel your life in law practice, and so much more. These are things we were never taught in law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? So I hope you're having a fabulous day because I'm having a fabulous day. I get to celebrate being here with you for my 300th episode. This is so amazing to me. It just reminds me of just having the commitment of showing up every week and giving something, offering something to the people that you want to help it can make a world of impact. I started this podcast, I don't know, four or five years ago now. And over that period of time, I've created a body of work that helps hundreds, thousands of lawyers. And I get to do that. I get to help people and have an impact in this world. So just know if you are thinking about doing anything that just sounds a little off the wall, a little crazy, but you know it's going to have an impact, if only you just did it, just go out and do it. Because now I'm here, episode 300, and I am just getting started. So, so excited to be here. Today, we are going to talk about six high-performance strategies to help you during law's busiest weeks. Because This episode assumes you know how to plan, it assumes that you know how to follow through, and that you're going to get the job done. But there are always those weeks, those weeks where you just have such a big thing on your plate that you need to really pare things down. You really need to streamline and focus in a way that you don't usually have to do. And so that's what we're going to be talking about here today in this episode. I find that this particular strategy works really well with my trial clients. I used it on myself when I was in trial. I saw a massive difference in the cases that I was doing when I used this, this these six high-performance tactics that I'm going to be giving you. But there's a lot more to it. And so what I wanted to share with you was a free resource that I'm offering you. It's called 20 High-Performance Strategies for Law's Busiest Weeks. You can download it at dinacataldo.com forward slash 300, 300. And in this checklist, you are going to get 20 different strategies you can implement to make your life easier during these big weeks. They are things that are going to make a massive impact. Sometimes they are things that we just neglect. We just don't 
think about. And I wanted to give that to you so that you can use it, you can model it, you can implement it in your own practice for those busiest weeks and get the most out of your time. You can feel more focused. You can feel more at peace even when you've got so much on your plate. And we're going to talk about six of them here today. And these six are the ones that might seem a little counterintuitive. They might kind of, you might kind of question them at first. And so I really wanted to make sure that I walked with you step by step through them, because I know that when you understand how they impact your life, how they impact your practice during these weeks, you're going to want to implement them, even if they seem a little strange, even if they're something that might, you know, you might think, oh, really? Like, is that something I should do? Like, is that a waste of time? No. I mean, take it from me. I was a criminal prosecutor for what? 16 years. And it was only in the last few years when I started implementing what I'm talking about here that I saw a massive change in how I showed up for my practice. And I was building a business on top of that. So I want you to know these strategies work and I want to give you the backup on them. And my clients use them. They, I actually was talking to a client today. She's going into trial in a couple of weeks. And she was going through this process because we've worked through it before in prior trials, what to streamline, what to let go of, what she needed to do, right? Because when we as high achievers are going into a situation where we're driven and we're focused, we also want to be able to see the things that are going to impact our performance. And for her brain, her brain said, oh, I can't hand off this work to the associates because I need to make sure my eyes are on it. But she understood that her associates were just as committed, just as attentive to detail as she is. And that was something that when she reminded her brain of that, she could start releasing the reins. So what I want to do for you here is help you start releasing the reins but in a way that feels really good, in a way where you can trust yourself, in a way you can trust the people around you. And I wanted to walk through these with you so that you can see you can trust these, you can do these, okay? So here's the first one. You've probably heard me say this on the podcast before if you've been listening for any amount of time. But number one is to put your well-being first, Sounds like it could be an impossible task, right? You've got to stay up late. You've got to make sure you've got all of your work done. You've got to make sure you're hitting your billables. If you're in trial, you don't have to worry about your billables because you're working so many hours. But to tell yourself, wow, I got to put myself first during all of this? How is that going to happen? That could be a bit of a challenge. It could be a bit of a stretch for you. But I want to share with you that when I started implementing this, I was in trial and I decided, okay, look, I am going to go and I'm going to have a couple non-negotiables. Okay. My non-negotiables to take care of my well-being were eight hours of sleep every night. It was yoga every day and it was having healthy food. And I made those as simple as possible for myself. So I planned everything out, okay? And when it was time to go to bed, I was just like, okay, it's time to go to bed. Whether I was tired or not, I was like, nope, you are going to bed. You're not watching TV, nothing. It's like you go to bed because you know you're going to be waking up early and you're going to be going into the office and you're going to be doing trial work. 
And then when I got back from court, I would just go straight to yoga. That was my plan. I mean, it was boring. It was like eating, you know, toast every day, right? That's not what I was really eating. But what I mean is it was so bland, right? It was the same thing day in and day out. It was go to sleep at a certain time, wake up at a certain time, go to work at a certain time, get things done, go to yoga, come back, right? In the middle, you eat at certain times. It was not variation. It was steady. And that's what you want to create during your busiest weeks, right? You know I don't like the word busy, but there's just no way around it. Like these are times when you are having an aberration, you're having extra clients have come in, you're, you've maybe just bitten off a little bit more than you could chew in your practice, or maybe you're in trial and these things happen. And it's up to us to be able to notice when those things are going to be happening, right? Be able to plan for it, see it ahead of time, and then go in and do the streamlining. And one of the things you got to streamline is your well-being, how you how you do. Like I couldn't do everything that I wanted to do. I had to cut things out. I couldn't have my what hour in the morning with my coffee or whatever it was to to relax because I needed to go to the office. I needed to prep and get things done. But my compromise with myself was, okay, these are the three things that I am going to do no matter what. And to make things as simple as possible for myself, I wasn't cooking every night. I pre-purchased those meals and I had them ready in my fridge. So these are the things that you can do when you plan. And this episode's all about you having already having a plan. You already know how to make a plan. And now we are just tweaking it, refining it so that you can have the highest performance that you can, even though your plate is full this, this time around, this week around. All right. The second thing I am going to share with you that may seem a little crazy is that you've got to leave your work at home. You've just got to leave it at home. There's just so many ways that we want to bring work into our office we or into our homes, right? We want to bring the suitcase in. We want to like, like, oh, I'll just get that one last thing. I'll just do this one last email. I'll do this one last thing. No, just you, you cannot do that. If you've got to check an email, it's an emergency email, or you've got to call a witness, okay, fine. But do not bring home big items, all right? Either stay late at the office. I don't recommend staying too late, but you either stay late at the office and then you you have your non-negotiables, but you don't bring work home. And this is what I did. So I would have all my trial work, I would wake up super early in the morning. I learned over time that I have the best focus in the morning. I also knew that I needed a couple hours to kind of prep my system to go into court. I couldn't just like get up and then go to court. I need that prep time. I need that. Sometimes I have my little dance party to dance it out before I went into court. So I needed that time for myself. So for you, you'll have to check in with your own rhythms. You may notice that you love staying up late and you're fine waking up early. Don't make any major changes during this period. Okay. Just stay is in alignment with your current rhythm as possible because you don't want to jar things. You don't want to shake things up too much and start creating this brand new habit. You want it to be as smooth as possible. So if you work better in the mornings, then get up early and go to the office and do your work at the office. If you work better at night, stay at the office a little bit later and then 
you can wake up earlier in the morning or you can just wake up and do your regular thing. But find a rhythm that's good for you. The reason I recommend not bringing work home is because we need a break. We need a mental break. We need a physical break from the work. And having that physical break from the office and the work that's in the office is something that is going to help you rejuvenate. You cannot expect your highest performing work if you're constantly working. You've got to take a break. That's why putting your well-being first is number one, and you've got to do that. And then the second thing is, is leave your work at home as much as you can. Like I said, maybe one email, something like that, but do what you can to leave the work at home. I do understand when, you know, like my client, she's actually in a hotel. She's, you know, working constantly. She's around all of her colleagues. And so it's it's difficult to leave your work at home. You're just like in it. You are in the hotel with these people and you're constantly doing things. But what you can do is you could say, all right, this time, my workout time, I'm not doing work. It's just about me and working out. When I'm sleeping, I'm not, you know, reading a brief right before I go to bed. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to get ready for bed and then I'm going to go to sleep. So you give yourself those conscious breaks from the work, even if they're small ones, create those breaks for yourself. All right. And the third thing I want to talk to you about that will help you perform at your best during this time period is to prioritize. And that might sound pretty obvious, but one of the things that I hear my clients say is that, oh, you know what? but I could just handle this one thing. This one thing, if I do it right now, oh, I won't have to think about it next week. It's going to be so easy. Like it, it, It'll be easy. Let's just do it now. No. Prioritize. If you are in a week in which you need to perform at your best and you have a full plate, do not put more food on your plate. Even if it seems tiny. It's going to push off other things on your plate, and then you're not going to be able to get everything completed that you want to get completed in your plan. You're not going to be able to do the well-being that you want to, like, take care of those non-negotiables. You're not going to be able to maybe sleep as much as you want to sleep. Those things add up. So if you notice your brain saying, oh, that'll be easy. I'll just take care of that right now. In the moment, it will feel very gratifying. You are going to feel an urge to take care of something and it's going to be no problem. It would actually be uncomfortable for you to say no. I want to offer to you that you say yes to feeling uncomfortable and you say no. Do not take on any more during this time period because if you do, you will be pushing something else off of your plate and that something could be the key to helping you have a high performing week, okay? The next thing I want to share with you, number four, is be courteous and nice to everyone, even if you don't want to. I felt like I had to add this into the list because when we have these weeks where we feel stretched, where we feel challenged, it can be easy for us to react to little things in a way that isn't so nice. Or we might tend to be curt. We might tend to be short with people because we are so intently focused 
on what we need to accomplish. I want to share something with you. When you are nice to people, people will want to be nice back to you. Seems pretty self-explanatory, I know, but you would be amazed at how many times we ignore this. I know I have been guilty of it myself. So if people like you, they're going to want to help you. And if you are busy, you're going to need to ask people for favors. So (laughs) just keep an extra sharp eye on when you're noticing, when you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling a little short-tempered to take a breath, maybe step out of the room, do what you need to do to take care of yourself emotionally. Make sure you're doing the workouts because I will tell you, Yoga every day after court really helps you be nicer to people. So if you are taking care of yourself, it's going to be easier for you to be kinder to other people. Um, And a bonus point here, when you're nicer to people, they tend to just ask you if you need help or give you little favors. And they don't even know that they're doing it. It's really fascinating. I've watched it you know, with my behavior and how people treat me when I behave in, in a nice way versus when I see somebody else, you know, behaving in another way, I'll watch how they're responded to and they're completely different, right? So just recognize that how you treat others is really going to have a boomerang effect on your well-being and how you perform. Number five, manage your focus and don't complain. Okay, First of all, complaining is just unattractive, right? Have you ever been around people and you just, I'm complaining about people complaining, but you know what I mean? Like you're just around people and you're like, wow, okay. But it's a really easy way to bond with someone, right? That's why so many of us do it is like, oh, well, let me complain about this person or that particular thing. And it creates this really false sense of bonding and friendship. It's a very superficial thing but it is pretty strong. That's why humans do so much of it. So I want you to recognize that this is just a behavior that happens in the world. It doesn't mean you're a bad person if you do it, but consider how much time you waste when you complain. Because not only are you stopping to complain about everything that's happening or the person that did you wrong, but you're also maybe ruminating about it later. You're not just complaining about it once. Maybe you're complaining about it again to another person, and then you're thinking about it, and then it becomes this whole drama, and it's taking up space in your brain. It takes up a lot of energy, a lot of time for you to complain, and it when you cut this out, you will be able to manage your focus so much better no matter what is happening with you during your practice during this, this busy time right? You will be able to handle it. I really want you to to just consider this because I noticed for myself when I made a conscious effort not to do it, how much time I saved. And I didn't have unnecessary conversations. I didn't have anything like that that was impacting my ability to focus, So just know that this is something you can do. It might be a little uncomfortable at first. You might notice yourself kind of like choking down a complaint or wanting to chip into somebody else's complaint and having to choke that down, but do it. It will make a difference and you'll be able to take a breath and move back into whatever it is you were doing. The sixth topic, the sixth thing I want to share with you that will help you perform at your best during this time is to give yourself at least one full day off after this week. 
Okay. So you're going to have at least one day off. So you might not be able to give yourself two days off. I get it. You might want to go into the office, make sure that you're not behind on some things that had to kind of be deprioritized because you had this, this week where you really needed to prioritize that particular project, that particular trial, whatever was going on. But give yourself at least one full day where you can sleep in, maybe you can plan a nice brunch with your family or by yourself, right? And then you could just get groceries, take care of like the human things. But these six items alone are going to help you so much if this is something that you can kind of see on the horizon where you know that there's going to be a week where you have a lot on your plate. I highly encourage you to download the 20 high performance strategies for law's busiest weeks. You can get it at dinacataldo.com forward slash 300. It will walk you step by step. It's going to give you the checklist. You just go down it and have some really good tips in there, like tips I wish somebody would have just told me to just help me focus my brain and not have so many things coming at me or feeling like I was pressured to get more things done. You're going to get some really practical strategies to implement. So you can download that at dinacataldo.com forward slash 300. All right, my friend. And as always, I know that if you're listening to this, you have some big plans. You have some big goals. You want more from your life. And I want to help you get there. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you know that your next logical step is to grow, to up-level your practice, I highly encourage you to book a strategy session with me. I actually had a strategy call today and the the lawyer I was talking to, she was telling me, I can't believe that this is free. Like this was amazing. And she thought it was going to be all about time blocking and how we were just going to like work on time management. And I said, no, we got to start here because this is what's blocking you from getting things done. And this is why you're not hitting your billables. And she had a huge epiphany that she is now able to take into her life day to day and realize like, oh, it's not just me not being able to work hard enough or me doing things wrong. This is actually something that's happening to me. And now I have some recognition around it and put a, I could put a word to it. I can understand it better. I understand myself better. And that was just from a strategy session. So you could go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session to book that call. And you will be able to make a session in the next few weeks. And we will get started creating the life that you want. All right, my friend, I will talk to you soon. Bye.